Funding for WBUR comes from MathWorks, creators of MATLAB and Simulink software, accelerating the pace of engineering and science. Learn more at MathWorks.com. A very old trash incinerator in Saugus is running out of space to dump its ash. The company that owns it wants to expand, but it's located in a wetland, so state environmental regulations forbid it. Despite the law, the incinerator company is trying to garner community support for its plan to increase capacity. WBWAR's Palomora has the story. From the trail through Romney Marsh, you can see birch trees, dry plants, and some surface water in the wetland. And you can also see the stacks of the wind waste incinerator and the landfill where it dumps the ash. Jackie Mercurio is an activist who grew up in the neighborhood less than a mile from the plant and near the protected marsh habitat. It's a critical area of concern for the environment. The ash landfill sits inside this designated area, which we have lots of marshes in our Saga River. The marsh is home to a number of bird species, some of them endangered. The area also has shellfish and other wildlife, and it's critical for flood control. For decades, Mercurio's family has fought the incinerator to improve air quality and reduce noise. The ash landfill sits right in the marsh, and it doesn't have a double protective lining to keep waste from leaching into the marsh. It would never be allowed or permitted now in current daytime. Now, the landfill is near capacity. In the past, the company got permission to expand it, but never beyond a 50-foot height. They would just fill the gaps between piles. But now, Wind Waste wants to keep using the landfill for another 20 years. The only way an expansion of this landfill would be possible if there was a change in current law and current regulation. That's Eric Worrall speaking at a recent community meeting recorded by Saugus Community Television. He's a regional director at the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection. The regulation hasn't stopped wind waste from moving forward and trying to get some town officials on board. Wind waste proposed what is called a host community agreement. Basically, the company asked the Board of Selectmen to support the landfill expansion and offer the town financial benefits and promise to reduce emissions slightly. Some in Sagas are pushing for the agreement with Wind Waste, formerly known as Willibrator. Anthony Cogliano is the chairman of the Board of Selectmen. Sagas has never won a lawsuit against Willibrator. Willibrator has continued to operate and get basically whatever they want. From the DEP, this is a proactive approach to put Saugus in a better place than we've been in the past. Cogliano has supported wind waste before. When residents sued the company for air pollution in 2021, he responded to the company's request for help and gathered residents' declarations of support. Critics say the move is unethical for a chairman of the town board. And activists are concerned that the host agreement could persuade the state to change the regulation. Deborah Panetta is the vice chair of the Saugus Board of Selectmen. I believe the reason why Wind Waste is doing this is because they want to go to the Mass DEP holding a piece of paper and say, see, look at this. The Saugus wants it. Even if the Board of Selectmen moves forward with an agreement, it would still have to be approved not only by MassDEP, but also by the Saugus Board of Health and the town manager. 
So I truly believe that they're going to stand with Saugus, Revere, Lynn, all of the communities and say no is no. So any vote that we take on this host agreement is moot. It doesn't make a difference. Still, Panetta wants the whole thing to shut down when the landfill reaches its permitted capacity. She's not alone. People across the Salt River and downwind in neighboring communities have no jurisdiction over the plant. I asked to be on the committee and I was told that it was for Saugus residents only. Even though we are just, if not more, impacted. That's Loretta LaCentra, a resident and activist from Revere. She lives less than a mile from the incinerator and the wind frequently reaches her neighborhood. She says ash lands in her backyard and she has installed air filters in her home. She's concerned because the incinerator emits more of the harmful air pollutant called nitrogen oxide than the state limit. So they have purchased what they call emission reduction credits, which allow them to be compliant on paper, but the air is dirtier that we breathe. For the past two years, researchers have been monitoring the air quality in La Centra's neighborhood. The data suggests that when the wind blows from the direction of the incinerator, the concentration of nitrogen oxides and particulate matter increases. At times, the air pollution surpasses the healthy limits established by the Clean Air Act. MassDEP doesn't have air monitors in Saugus. It relies on air monitoring at the plant and occasional inspections. Winways declined an interview. The Saugus board vote is on hold until the company comes back with a new proposal clarifying the financial benefits for the town. But plant opponents say none of this should matter. The landfill is not legally allowed to expand. Hopefully, once we can close that part up of the ash landfill, we can move on to the incinerator and start making it a cleaner environment for the people that live around here. Saga's resident Jackie Mercurio says once the landfill reaches capacity, she thinks the plants should shut down as well. But the incinerator could still stay open and truck the ash elsewhere. And that's the air pollution Mercurio and others say they don't want to bear anymore. For 90.9 WBUR, I'm Paula Moda.